0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're
1: going to talk some NFL draft with our buddy Dan Shonka from our land scouting services. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Dan, how you doing? Real good, Bill. Uh, Yeah, we're in the submarine here. So we're
2: self-quarantined while we're working on our draft guide that's going to come out next week.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, the draft guys are going to be hitting the doorsteps just about any day now, and uh, looking forward to that. So uh, the Packers obviously drafting 30th. There's a lot of speculation. Will it be a wide receiver? Could they get an offensive lineman? What direction do they go? I know everybody's got a mock draft, and we all know they need an additional weapon. So you tell me who's going to be there and who's going to help them probably the most by the time uh, they pick at 30th in the first round.
2: Well, I tell you, uh, Bill, I I mean, it looks like it's going to be a receiver. And it's just a matter of who the Packers want to pull the trigger on. A lot of speculation on uh, different guys out there. But I think a guy that would really look good in that golden green, uh, he's big, he's fast, he loves the cold. I think that, uh, you know, Chase Claypool out of Notre Dame would be uh, a guy – that the Packers will entertain because uh, he just knocked it out at the combine after a really good career at Notre Dame and uh, big and strong and I think he would and it gives you that he's super fast. I mean, here's a guy that's huge. He ran a four four two and he's six four and about two thirty eight. So now you can put him in different packages, stick him at the slot, stick him outside. Um, but if they just want a speed guy in the slot that runs really good routes. Justin Jefferson from LSU may be the guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say that's another guy that I've heard uh, his name tied quite a bit to the Green Bay Packers between the Packers and the Eagles. Those two guys or those two teams were the teams that uh, are most likely, at least, to, to get him. At least, according to many different mock drafts that are out there. You know, Dan, if there is a early run on wide receivers, and a lot of GMs are saying, "Well, it's a wide receiver deep draft." Sometimes they say that trying to allude to the fact that they'll pick up a wide receiver later rounds when in fact you start to see some of the good ones come off the board right away then I don't want to say panic sets in but all of a sudden they go for the wide receivers it starts to become a run on them because the the top quality ones all of a sudden look uh, from what would have been a deep draft to being gone so if indeed that should happen for some of the first round talent to be off the board uh, another direction they may go could be a, a, a right tackle, the uh, a left tackle, uh, more beef on the defensive front, another inside linebacker. I talked about Patrick Queen a lot uh, and the talents that he could bring. Who may fit with Mike Pettin's defense, whether it be beef up front or middle linebacking that you could see possibly coming to Green Bay?
2: Well, I, I think the mock draft that uh, we actually put together yesterday uh, had – between LSU going to the Packers, you know, at 30. So, uh, I wouldn't, know, be, I wouldn't might, be mad at that. <laughs> no, I, I mean, uh, now here's a sticky wicket, all right? Now, uh, he, he's a one-year starter. He's really a good player. But, you know, you hear all these people talking about hand size, of quarterbacks, and this and that. Well, I'll tell you one thing, people, nobody talks about is the arm length of linebackers. And uh, Queen does not have really long arms and uh, now he'll lay a lick on you and he kind of is there to help clean up the pile and things like that. But I mean I have seen linebacker coaches cut line a second round or not cut them, but they got them traded or got them out of their program because they didn't have long enough arms. and uh, you know Queen, I mean he's, he's that, he, he would fit there uh he was in a lot of other places actually baltimore could use him but that's one thing nobody's talking about is that arm length uh, wrap up tackles you know he's going to miss some tackles because of that arm length
1: um the other guy that i wanted to ask you about because uh there's also josh you you, uh, we talked a little bit about josh jones last time you and i chatted uh he's the big offensive tackle uh coming out of houston now if he should fall uh, the Packers, obviously, David Bakhtiari's coming up on a contract next season. They lost Brian Balaga. They picked up Ricky Wagner. It may not be a desperate need, but that might not be a bad way to go, right? Right.
2: Uh, and, and I think, well, here here's the thing, too, about Jones. I, I, I don't want to be always the devil's advocate because uh, Jones is a guy that's – he'll be an ascending player. But um, one thing that I think the Packers have always – Liked in their offensive linemen, especially, you know, they get guys out of Wisconsin or what have you. Or, and, and, and the University of Wisconsin, they love to have their offensive line Be violent. Have violence in your hand. Play a violent game. And I don't know that Josh Jones, he's a, a good athlete. He's maybe more of a finesse guy, but not that physical that, you know, you think of, um, you know, that uh, – uh, the the league and stuff the the conference that the packers play in is just i mean it's a very physical uh, th- uh league and, and division and i think that you know that's jones is a guy that's more athletic which does, i mean he could do the job but i'm just wondering you know is there going to be a better choice and say uh, you know, Jones is, is a guy like Cleveland, uh, um, Ezra Cleveland from Boise. Would he be a better choice at six six and about 315? He's got some violence in those hands, and when he strikes you, you know, you get stunned a little bit. Or is Austin Jackson going to be there, a terrific athlete, uh, from, uh, Southern Cal that may end up dropping to the Packers, uh, who, yeah, he had kind of a rough fall last year because, uh, uh, he gave bone marrow to his sister, and he's, You know, he started out obviously a little sluggish, and that. And by the end of the year, he was pretty good. So there might be a couple other options out there, but Josh Jones is is an athletic uh, offensive left tackle.
1: So in the second round, uh, because let's just say the Packers do get a wide receiver, in the second round, it almost kind of becomes best available that falls to you at that point, or do you say... Uh, is there going to be an inside linebacker? Is there going to be an offensive tackle? Uh, they could still probably uh, take another look at a, uh, at a running back position. If Aaron Jones does not re-sign with the Packers next year, they're going to be looking for another running back. I mean, what may be available to them more in the second round that we might not be uh, you know paying attention to in the first round?
2: Well, I think a defensive uh, interior lineman you know, might be a consideration too. Um, or – just say, friends, the Packers go with a receiver in the first round. There's a couple options, maybe in that second round, uh, Matt Pert, an offensive tackle out of uh, Connecticut, could possibly be there. Second round, uh, Neville Gill- Gallimore, Oklahoma, uh, defensive interior guy. He can play across the front. You know, those may be a couple other considerations.
1: Uh, one of the guys here in our own backyard, Jonathan Taylor. I asked you about him before. Uh, now, many of the projections I've seen have him going high second round. Is that where you guys have him?
2: Yeah, I think so. That you know that what uh, what a terrific career, and uh, I think the people, the teams out there, are a little bit nervous about you know that those fumbles. I think he's had what like eighteen in three years, and. Uh, uh, the, the, so you get a little nervous you see that, but you also see him break some long runs, and hopefully he'll go to his own running team. So, um, But, yeah, he, he's probably going to go in the early second would be my guess
1: um give me a, a defensive end that might be there as well we could just see because uh, you talked about defensive linemen and there there are there is a need for defensive tackles there's no doubt about that uh but they could also go on just the defensive end i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility to try to make a guy that was an end a down lineman or vice versa the way they like to kind of shuffle them around in mike pettin's defense
2: Yeah, in, in the second round bill yeah talk about now yeah uh, okay uh I tell you, Daryl Taylor, a long guy from uh, Tennessee, who is uh, uh, a guy that uh, he, he, can, he also can stand up. You know, he, he can stand up, he can go down, and, uh, you know, Packers play a little that 34 under defense and everything, and uh, he would be a good fit. So, um, but uh, he, and he's been productive at, at Tennessee, but uh, I think he's going to be there in the second round, uh, you know, at pick 62.
1: Talking with Dan Shank of Our Lad Scouting Services about the upcoming NFL Draft. Uh, tell me a little bit about Jacob Phillips. Now, Jacob Phillips, the inside linebacker out of LSU. How much was he just the benefactor of Patrick Queen, or and or vice versa?
2: Well, I think they, they worked together. Now, the thing about Queen, you know, he didn't start until about midseason. A guy by the name of Michael Divinity was actually their starter. Uh, over, and and here there's a guy you can get probably in the fifth round, and and uh, he's the one that actually beat out Queen, you know, before uh, um, his self imposed suspension, I guess you'd say, uh, divinity had, and and then uh, anyway, Queen hops in there and tears it up, you know, the from mid season on through the national championship. Now, Phillips is really a good uh. Linebacker, that's probably you know he probably could be uh, drafted in that third or fourth round. That he can run, he's smart, he's athletic, he can cover people. Uh, so um, you know he, but but he, there's no question. There was a benefit of playing behind you know Rashad Lawrence, a big defensive lineman up there, and uh, LSU. Is, when you look at their team, it looks like an NFL team. They're, the the body builds of these guys. So yes, I think that. Uh, They worked hand in hand. We didn't even talk about Delpit. He came up in the box, too, to help out Phillips and then help out Quain. And then, of course, you had that defensive uh, front up there uh, chasing on the one defensive end, outside linebacker. So, I mean, they had a lot of people helping each other out like a mad dog in a meat house when he went after a running back and down in that defense.
1: Dan, it's always a pleasure. I look forward to getting the draft guide. It is the best, the Bible that we use on our draft nights as well, and uh, we will talk to you soon. And uh, they can find it at ourlads.com, right? Yes, sir.
2: Or give us a phone call at 1-800-PRO-DRAFT, or they can go online at ourlads.com and
1: order it right online. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, uh, I'm sure, right either before or after the draft, and we'll get you on, okay? Thanks a million, Bill. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. Dan Shonka from Our Lads Scouting Services. You can call and get an order of the copy, uh, order a copy of the uh, NFL Draft Guide. 800-PRO-DRAFT, 800-PRO-DRAFT or go to uh, OurLads.com That's OurLads.com O-U-R-L-A-D-S dot com. And that's when we're sitting there doing the NFL Draft. I mean, we take a lot of notes, Gary Ellerson and I and Paul Immig and such, but um, we usually uh, sit there with uh, the r Lads book open in front of us, and it 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 is just it's our draft bible. It's just what we use. It is it is just a wealth of knowledge and information, and it gives you all the stats and statistics and combine numbers and their what they did in their 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 careers. So it is what we use uh, as much as anything. Uh, and thanks to Dan for joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.